Want to support the show and get free stuff while you do so? Go to patreon.com slash the dolls of horror for more information. It's showtime. Hi guys, I'm Summer. I'm Jamie. And I'm Jesse. And today we are coming at you with a very special episode of the Dolls of Horror. We are going to be having an episode dedicated to our experiences at Days of the Dead Indianapolis this last weekend. So it's a very special con talk episode. Oh yeah. That's right guys, <laughs> it's a con talk. Con talk. Con talk. <laughs> con talk. <laughs> so Jesse's going to be joining us for the entire episode this time because he was there with us for a majority of the time, which brings me to our first bullet point of our con talk is the Dolls of Horror reunion with me and Jamie and Jesse. Oh, it was it was it's been in the making. It's a beautiful love story, you know, about three friends finally meeting for the first time, traveling through storms, you know, and all kinds of delays and then hugging each other a lot. I was, yes. I was going to say, you know, like it, it's not even a reunion because we hadn't even met yet. So it was more of a union. Right. Like it was like a it was like the first a union. union <laughs> the first. Yes. Union the first. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was a beautiful thing. And I mean, I was the only one where everything went according to plan. Jamie's flight was hours and hours delayed. Jesse's bus was hours and hours delayed. Yeah. And I got there at like 10.30 a.m. And I'm like, ready to go. <laughs> yeah, there were, it was my first time flying alone. And like I've said, um, and Indy or um, Tucson to Chicago was fine. But when I got to Chicago, we were on the runway and their flight crew timed out. So they had to take us back and find another pilot. And the whole time I'm listening to the people talking and they're like, oh, geez, oh, I hope we can find another pilot in Chicago right now. <laughs> So, yeah. so I'll, I'll I'll edit down my my uh, traveling to Indianapolis woes to a to a brief summary since a lot of people are not in Chicago and are not familiar with uh, the transit system. But long story short, Greyhound is what I was choosing to take, but I bought the tickets through Amtrak, which is they have uh, like a joint account online, so you can buy tickets from one through the other website, which is what I did. What I didn't realize is that when you do it that way, the Greyhound will pick you up in a special location outside of Union Station in Chicago, as opposed to the Greyhound station that's a half a mile walk from that spot, which is where I thought I needed to be. So I went there and then the bus never came. So long story short, I didn't actually get on the road, which I was originally supposed to be at 1030 in the morning. Um, I didn't get on the road till 1.30 and um, didn't get into Indianapolis. I didn't get, like, comfortable and settled and my stuff in my room um, until, like, after 8 o'clock. So it was a very, mm -hmm. very long uh, ordeal. It was fine in the end, but that was a uh, that was definitely a, uh, a, crazy, uh, a crazy journey, to say the least. So, yeah. Yes. Yes, it was. Worth it, though. Yeah, there was um, so many... Uh, little tiny snafus that ended up delaying me like the entire day. I was supposed to get into the city at like a quarter to three local or a quarter to four local time. And I didn't, didn't end up getting there till like eight o'clock at night. So it was yeah. just a, uh, it was a very exhausting day. It wasn't even like that, like, like 
stressful per se it was just very long and um yes and, and when you and when you're when you're delayed and and it's always like and you're not sure when you're going to be actually leaving i can't like just go off somewhere and sleep because i don't know what time limit i have so it was mm -hmm. that was frustrating too but um and the bus was just not comfortable enough for sleeping on i think i got like 25 oh. minutes of sleep on the bus so hey that's not bad yeah that's not bad for a bus eh. it's more than i got on the plane that's for sure mm. No, I usually take I usually take like I'll take like NyQuil or something that will like just completely knock me out. Um, so, but yeah, I can't do that. I'll be knocked out for too long. Mm. But no, my my flight, uh, the flights were great. Like everything was perfect flight wise. But we didn't get done shooting the movie until like I didn't get back to my hotel until till 2.30 a.m. on Wednesday morning, Thursday morning. Sorry, Wednesday night, Thursday morning. And my flight was in like two hours. So mm -hmm. I had just enough time to get to the motel, shower real quick because I was really gross because it was really hot and, you know, get the shuttle to the airport. So until like that night, I only got I got no sleep at all. Zero. Okay. And it was rough. And so that's probably why I was so exhausted the whole weekend that and I am old. <laughs> I was definitely nodding off on my flight home, but I was trying not to because I had a connecting flight. Right. And so I would like be sitting there and I, my eyes would close and nod up, you know, and I'm like, oh, no, I can't I can't fall asleep. I have to get places. Yeah, I couldn't do that because my flight was so short. It was only 35 minutes in the air mm -hmm. from Chicago to Indy. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. And I still had to go to work after that. So I went straight from the airport to work. They didn't make any stops, suitcase and all. So, Damn. yeah, no, no, uh, no sleep for summer over here. <laughs> But um, once we all got to the convention, <laughs> it was swell. Oh, it was great. Well, once, yeah, once we were all there, totally. Yeah, once we got there and everything was, was perfect, it was great. So Jamie and I started off. I met her at the, um, <laughs> I met her at the, the front door of the hotel because they mm -hmm. locked it after a certain number of hours. You know, they lock it at night. So... You need a key card to get in, which doesn't make sense for people who need to check in in the middle of the night. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, there is a button, but the button is like hard to see. So no one saw the button. So oh, yeah. I, I was waiting for her there and I was just hanging out with Tony Moran and I was watching all the celebrities arrive too. I saw Tony Todd get there and we said hi and said, had some chats. And then uh, William Forsyth walked in and Bill Mosley walked in all around midnight. And, um, I'm turning over and I'm talking to, to Moran and someone says, I think that's your friend. And I look up and there she is in all of her glory. <laughs> and I scream and I run up to her and we embrace and someone took a picture and it was a beautiful moment. It was a beautiful moment. I loved it. Like I can still like feel that moment. <laughs> yeah. It was so great. Yeah. And um, Jesse arrived in the middle of one of our panels, and so we saw him arrive. I was like, oh, I like ah, "He's here!" <laughs> that was great because, like, I because I hadn't met Jamie either, and mm -hmm. um, and so and I knew that they were doing the panel because somebody had texted me right before it started, and she's like, "Yeah, go to this hall and you'll see us." And I'm like, okay, so I got all you know situated, and I came back downstairs, and I just poked my head in, and I just see them over the. Uh, 
uh, panel, and it, like it's it was really hard for me not to like completely disrupt the entire Q and A and be like, "Hey, oh, I'm here!" No. But um, <laughs> but I very quietly just took my seat and waited for it to end, and then Jamie gave me the biggest hug, and it was really cute because um, I had not met Jamie before, so now we all had finally met, and we took some incredibly adorable pictures the entire uh, trip, and um, one of one of which I I made my. Uh, um, Profile Facebook picture, profile. yeah, my profile picture, uh, which and it's is a great picture, it's a and great... I love it because your your caption is "I'm kind of a big deal." <laughs> <laughs> it's a picture of both of both Summer and Jamie kissing me on each cheek, and it was it's it's such a cute picture. I just love that picture to death. It's a great so. picture. It's not quite as cute as Buddy, but it's close. <laughs> it's pretty close. <laughs> you can't be Buddy. I mean, let's be real. Yeah, but it's buddy. a close second, and I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. Oh, so that was a beautiful moment. And yeah, as soon as we got done with Butch Patrick, we just ran over to him and gave him a great big hug. And it was so good. Oh, man, what a, what a beautiful moment to all be together in the same room. It's so good. Yeah, absolutely. So awesome. But before Jesse got there, we actually went to the diner around the corner, the Four Seasons, and we had breakfast with uh, Peter Spellos, who is an Indiana local now. And it was kind of amazing, and it was just a beautiful thing then, too. We had lots of conversations about the business and tips and tricks and and his life and career, all sorts of things. You know, everything we talked about, um, I can't even remember because it was just that epic. Yeah. And at the end of that, when we talked with um, Jesse Keenan, she told us that when we see Peter, we have to give him a great big kiss for her. And so we're like, hey, Peter, we got to do something. He's like, what? So we all scooted in close to him. It's like, this is from Jesse. <laughs> Keenan, not Jesse, Jesse. <laughs> and we just gave him a kiss on either cheek, just like we did to Jesse, and <laughs> made a Peter sandwich. Yep. <laughs> and took the picture, sent it to her. She loved it. It was great. Um, and what a what a lovely man Peter is, by the way. Oh yeah, oh it was so nice to meet him in person. He's just the, so got the kindest heart. He's he so funny. He has such a great outlook on life. Like mm -hmm. he's just he's very inspiring to be around. Like I just mm -hmm. love I love his energy and his outlook mm -hmm. on life. You know. Yeah, so, he, he doesn't put up with no bullshit, which is I love it. Right, you know? but he's he's just like so kind-hearted too, you know. No, when I say he doesn't put up with bullshit, like from his students, he's like, "You're making excuses. Yeah, what mm -hmm. are you doing? You know, yep. or his friends, he's, you're making yep. excuses. What are what are you doing? When's it going to be ready? Mm -hmm. What? Give me give me a date. Give me a time. Yeah. What's you know? He, and I love that about him because I'm the same me way. Too. I am know? too. Yeah. Um, and so I imagine that's how his teaching style is, which works. And I think that's he gave us a story about when he was first starting to take acting lessons and he was very good and talented but his teacher called him on his bullshit yep is <laughs> basically like you're a, you're a phony you don't feel any of it and he's like you're right i don't so that helped him become a better actor and a better person i believe yeah okay um so moving on our friday was amazing we we got our little um staff passes or whatever they gave us and we um we walked the floor a little bit saw some of the guests what fun guests we had let's talk about our guest list huh oh yeah oh my god so some were no shows some i did not see at all yeah like now I, I did not um i will oh, say what yeah 
Oh, go ahead. Um, I did. Um, Tom Sizemore is one of them, for example. Um, yeah. I thought I saw a glimpse of him for like five seconds walking mm -hmm. away. He turned his head and I was like, that's Tom Sizemore. Uh -huh. And I did see a couple photo ops with him, but not very many. And um, when I was on Facebook, I definitely saw people who were like, did anybody see Tom Sizemore? I didn't see right. Tom Sizemore. I knew he was there, but I only saw him for like a fleeting moment. And I only saw like a few photo op pictures circulating. Right. Um, I did not see Jeannie Jeffries and Renee oh. Banks mm -mm. from Dawn of the Dead, and they were not at our panel, so I don't think they were there at yeah. all. Um, let's see here. I think that's all the no-shows. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see this one, but I wasn't really looking for him, so I could have just walked right by him, and that was the Blasco guy, the musician. Um, oh, yeah, I'm not sure, but I wasn't looking for him. So I and I don't really know anything about him. So he could have been there and I just didn't see him. Yeah, I don't recall. Uh, yeah. Corey Taylor was a big hit, of course, uh, as well as Alice Cooper. Big time. Oh, yeah. Big time. Alice Cooper was my favorite right. part of the uh, convention. That was um, yeah. a great Q&A panel. And um, it was really cool the way they had, they had it set up, too, because they uh, – the autograph like where the celebrities i have been in, i've been to conventions in the past but usually at the donald e stevens convention center in rosemont which is huge and mm -hmm. um the way they usually do the autographs there is like they have like a whole section like a roped off like snake mm -hmm. queue section to even get mm -hmm. to the celebrities so like like there's no accidentally happening upon them um that's mm -hmm. in that convention whereas in this one like they're just within the convention floor, just like yep. at tables against the wall. So you can walk right past them at the table. You just can't like go up to them without being in line. But right. um, but that was really cool that like Alice Cooper was like literally five feet from me just signing autographs. I'm like, oh, cool. Just took a picture of Alice Cooper. Like, yeah, by the that's way, he's how right there. a majority of the conventions are, Jesse, the smaller ones, which is why I will always opt for a Days of the Dead or Flashback Weekend over a C2E2 you know mm -hmm. because it's just too huge and not personal and not fun it's just a business then yeah right and that's been it's funny that you say that too because um the the that bad like archetype that you just described is what mm -hmm. i am used to for conventions that i have ever yeah. gone to they're usually like on big big grand scales mm -hmm. that yeah. like it's 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 like a like you're doing you're you're walking like several miles worth of steps like in a day because of how yeah. much you know area you're just covering just looking mm -hmm. around so it's true. So I, um, I really, I've never actually been to one of those. I've, it's never attracted me. I have lots of friends who go to them and they show me pictures and I'm like, that is terrifying. No, thank you. My anxiety just skyrocketed just looking at that crowd. So <laughs> no, thank you. I'll stick to the smaller conventions. So, and this one was actually on a larger scale. They told me that the, the ticket sales for this one were through the roof compared to what normally happens. Yeah, and Saturday in particular was real busy. Oh, Saturdays, Saturdays are always mm -hmm. busy. They're yeah. always crazy. For sure, yeah. yeah that's Saturday. the day that most people can go. Yeah. Yeah, Saturdays, yeah, that's your that's your big that's your big day for any convention. It's always your yeah. biggest yeah. day because if anybody yeah, if anybody's doing the single day, like that's usually the single it's day. Be that Saturday. Doing. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So. And that's also that's why I don't do a, a Saturday. Like if I'm gonna do a single day, I'm doing a Friday. Because it's just too busy. You can't get as much done. There's too many lines. Speaking of lines, Richard Dreyfus, man, whoa, that line was long. That was a long one. Yeah. Went out the hotel. Was, yeah. 
Yeah, I was. Uh, it went. It went out the door, of the hall, around. and around the corner, and then around another corner, and then I lost track. That's how long his line was. It was a very. It was a Robert England line, is what it was. Like I've waited in that line before, and it was madness. So, I don't even know how many hours some of those people waited if they did not have the VIP ticket to get to the front of the line. And I was bitching about his line in in Chicago because I didn't have time to go through it, and it wasn't even a fraction of that. So. Richard Dreyfus was very, very busy. Oh, yeah. Popular. <laughs> yes. And people were asking me, how come Richard Dreyfus isn't doing the panel? And I said, probably because he figured when he was absolutely correct that he has a lot of people in line for him <laughs> and waiting. And he doesn't want to step away for an hour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Them waiting and leave them waiting for another hour. So, I mean, that's just my guess. That's not verified. Oh, other guests, um, William Forsyth, who I met in Chicago a couple of months ago, and it was great. He Daniel was nice. Harris, mm -hmm. Lou Gossett Jr., who was sitting next to Richard Dreyfus, um, yeah. Susan Backlaney, and Jeffrey Bohr, he's from Jaws, who we had the panel with. Mm -hmm. uh, Butch Patrick, who we had a panel with. We did a panel with half of our Greasy Strangler people. We did Sky Elabar, who was and fantastic. <laughs> So fantastic. Michael St. Michael's had to leave early, unfortunately. So we did not get to panel him, but hopefully we will soon. Yeah. Um, Jamie, you got to meet Jacob Reynolds. I did, actually. Jesse and I were um, at the bar, which was very busy. They only had two staff, so it was a little bit of a it was a little bit of a wait. And so Jesse and I were standing there waiting to get a drink. And these two guys sit next to us. And I'm a big Gummo fan, so um, I knew who he was right away. But they're just like, he was like, what are you guys drinking? Oh, a couple of beers. So he's like, let us buy, let me buy you a beer. So we chatted with him and his manager for a little bit or, you know, his his person. Um, and they were really nice. They're really fun. So they bought us a, yeah, they bought us our beer. Yeah. Oh, that was really so nice. nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was cool. Yeah, it was cool. Like seeing, I, I definitely liked the setting better where like the, the celebrities were kind of just intermingled among the, mm -hmm. um, the guests and i've yeah. never seen that dynamic before again like th this what that's a new world for me because it's yeah. it's like in the, in those bigger venues like those celebrities never come anywhere near with like they're, yep. they're they're followed by an entourage and you can't get anywhere near them like so yeah. so when they're walking the, the halls you you're you're not gonna be able to approach them they're they're walking like backstage you never really yeah. see them and everything and but here it was like oh that's you know that's blah 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 from you know from that movie just sitting at the bar like that's yep. that's never a sentence that I would say so that was cool to to know that this is a way that you can do conventions because I and definitely Jesse, like this is the only way I've ever done a convention so now you know why I love it so much no totally oh. yeah yeah there's it definitely so a lot cool. of you build yeah you build networks and stuff and uh, get yeah. to actually talk to people and yeah. make friends yeah we didn't even talk about like who he was until no. like midway through the conversation I was just like oh how are you liking the con do you do right. these a lot no I'm a total introvert I don't do these a lot like oh okay what are you up to now writing cool yeah oh yeah he's from gum I know yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know I'm you know I I'm I'm yeah, aware Gummo. yeah cool Just not trying to make him feel uncomfortable here <laughs> I'm fully yeah. aware of what he has done <laughs> yeah so it was really cool it was really fun um I've actually uh stayed in touch with his uh with his manager too so we've been chit-chatting right. a little bit too and he's like Oh well, next time you guys are at a con, let us know. I'm trying to get trying to get Jacob into. I think he should, said Chicago, so we'll see. 
Yeah. Well, the best way to get people in is to write write notes to the con. So everyone, if you want Jacob Reynolds at the con, send a Facebook message or something like that to the owner, and there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, guys, um, Jamie, what was your favorite panel? Oh, I mean, they were all really cool, but I have to say, hands down, it was the Terrifier panel. Absolutely. David, David and Damien were great. Um, they were so fun, so funny. Terrifier's such a great flick, too. And, uh, yeah, our energies were just vibing together, and it was yep. a fun time. That's how I always want panels to be, is just people having fun talking about these movies that, you know, we all love. And they were very gracious to the fans, too. They were, and they always are, and it was the best. It was the absolute best time ever. Oh, my God. They told yeah. great stories, oh, like yeah. great behind-the-scenes stories. If you, you guys have to check that out when we post it because the stories, the behind-the-scenes stuff is so fun and so great. <laughs> yes. By the time this drops, it should be up. Awesome. Um, awesome. Um, yeah. That, that Since that was the most best one we did, the most best. Oh, my God. So most best. How to speak. It was the most best. It was the bestest the best most. Assist. It was the <laughs> highest, bestest, did. most, greatest. Absolutely. Yeah. That one's I'm posting last. That's the finale. Uh, mm -hmm. But even though it was one of the ones we did almost first, but wow, it was amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were, Jamie and I were riding on the high from that. Even when we went up to our room at midnight, we were like, oh my God, I can't believe how amazing that one was. Still, still riding on the high. I'm going to chase that high as long as I can. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, yes, well, yes. What was your guys' favorite panels? Well, I already just said Terrifier. Um, Jesse, of what you saw, what was your favorite? Because you uh, missed a couple. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I I saw I saw about um, about five of them, and um, my favorite one that you two uh, moderated was the Terrifier one because that was very entertaining. Followed closely by um, Andy Black from uh, Black Veil Brides because yeah. I thought I thought he was I thought he was really charming. Like I, yeah, I very charming. And I remember you two talking leading up to that interview. Like you were like struggling with like questions you were going to come up with. Yeah, so, we, he was one I think we were most nervous for. Actually. Right, and so 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 for me going in to watch that, like the bar was set pretty low as far as like what I was going to like see <laughs> uh, because you're probably just going to ask like basic questions he was going to answer them it was going to be fine and that was just that was what I was expecting but he was really yeah he was really charismatic and uh, his stories were really um, interesting and the fans pretty much just like ran that panel for you because uh, they they had so yeah. there were so many people that had questions yeah. that it was like well we'll just keep asking you guys like what, what do you want to hear you know so so you didn't yeah. even have to do much to make that an entertaining panel and that's why I liked it. But my favorite that you didn't uh, moderate was easily Alice Cooper because those stories were so damn good. I cannot wait for Summer to post that one. I do not have access to the video that she uh, um, recorded it on. I it's, am going. It's up on YouTube right now. Oh, you did post it already. Okay, so. Uh -huh. See, this is how often we talk behind the scenes, folks, is that um, I, I'm literally learning this live on air after like, you know, a it week went later. up last night. You're not too late. It's it's no. very recent. <laughs> <laughs> so um, but there is a there are two awesome stories. So find that interview and they're and they're it's toward like the latter half of the uh, of the uh, Q&A. But um, there are two. But watch the whole thing because it's great. Oh, absolutely. Watch the whole thing. I'm just saying like the two parts I'm referring to are in the latter half of it. Um, the, um, uh, somebody asked him why he, I'll just let him listen to it. Just let him listen. I'm not going to gonna answer the questions. 
<laughs> he has okay, fine. He has references. He has references to Wayne's World, and he's got and, and he's got references to the origin story of the band name. So, yep. so my Two point of my is, favorite stories. I was gonna say those were amazing stories, and you absolutely should listen to the panel for that reason. Because, like, again, a, a great storyteller. Guy's been around the block a few times. Like he, yes. he, he's definitely somebody you could just like bend his ear for about you know. Oh yeah. But anyway, twenty days. Yeah. I could just listen to him for like days and days. The chicken story too. I'll just leave it that. But yeah. yeah, he was so like genuine and fun and sweet and real. Like I just I loved his whole like personality. He's an Arizonan too. So mm-hmm. um, one, one of my friends who was our house photographer for our music venue. Um, she's taken photographs of tons of musicians, and she wrote me when she saw the picture. And said, uh, oh, yeah, Alice, I've been taking photos of him and I've known him and his wife for years. And he is the sweetest, most community community oriented musician out there. So that's what she said about Alice Cooper. He does a lot of charity like golf tournaments here in Arizona. And yeah, he's a good dude from what I hear. Oh, that's so great. That is really cool. Yeah. So so that's so that's so that's my submission for my favorite panel. Right. Yeah, they were all great, but mm. I mean, I really like the Butch Patrick one too because Butch was really sweet and genuine Super and sweet. funny. Great yeah. stories too. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. and that's the panel that Jesse arrived on, so he got to hear the last half of it. And I looked over and I did see him laugh several times, mm-hmm. which it always makes me happy when I see Jesse laugh because he's he can be a hard sell. He's not going to laugh at you if you're not funny. That's true. So <laughs> you, you will not he will not even try to fake it. He's not that guy. So if you get a laugh out of Jesse. And so sometimes when we're recording, I'll look at the screen when we say something. And I just see Jesse losing his shit over there on mute, so <laughs> no one like, else can hear it. Or see it. I and I feel good. yes, I feel so betrayed. Well, well I that happens. Well, I, I'm flattered that my standards seem so high for you, but like, let's, I'm not that hard of a sell. I just I'm just an honest laugher. I don't find everything right. funny, and I don't yeah. I don't like pity laughing because that just feels that feels insincere. Phony. Yeah, like, well, like because I don't want to. I don't like I can do a polite like you know like huh like i'll do that but that's obviously not going to register as boy he really found that funny so but that's the most i'll do i'm not going to be like this is not funny i do not find this acceptable like i'm not like some like really rigid kind of you know robot or anything but anyway there's there's a difference yeah i mean sometimes in life you give somebody a chuckle of appreciation you know where you say Thank you. I mean, I appreciate what you're doing. I appreciate the, you know, that you're here and you're wanting to make me laugh. And then there's the real, like, uh, like mm. a real laugh where you're like, okay, that's oh, funny. Oh, people have heard my genuine laugh on here. It's very obnoxious. My my genuine laugh is very high pitched. So if you ever hear the high pitched <laughs> laugh, it. that's the that's my like actual laugh when I'm not controlling it. So. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so if you ever hear like that, the like it's, it's it's it was actually on the last episode we recorded because I was just editing it literally right before we came on for this, and uh, I was like, oh, there's there's that laugh. <laughs> so, Aww, <yeah. laughs> I love it. But anyway, oh, yeah. So I mean, great panels. The the Sky Elebra panel was was awesome too. Oh, he was so delightful and fun. I love that he said when he first watched the movie, he got sick. <laughs> yeah, dude literally puked. <laughs> and he said his my wife was pissed when she saw it at first. <laughs> and then they got invited to do all these fun things because of it. So yeah, yep. doesn't mind now. No, he was very sweet and funny. Like, it, you know, we didn't get both of them. And no. um, 
We missed one, the strangler. Yes, and at one point, you know, um, Sky even said, "Oh, I wish, I wish Michael was here right yeah. now too." But um, yeah, hopefully in the future. But he was, he was really, really great. So if you like the Greasy Strangler, he told some really interesting stories from that too. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. Oh yeah. So I mean, honestly, I was satisfied with all the panels. I went into them incredibly nervous because maybe I didn't have as much knowledge on some people like Jeffrey Voorhees or Andy Black or Sky Elabar as I wanted to have. Mm -hmm. But it ended up great. Yeah. It really, really did. So all the I panels, I think, were a success, even yeah. though we were absolutely terrified at some of them. Yeah. Dawn of the Dead ended up being really interesting, too. We were kind of nervous about that mm -hmm. one, but oh, my gosh. They ended up being so interesting and cool. Right? Oh, yeah. Um, I totally yeah. forgot about that panel. And that was another one where – um, it seemed like like that could have possibly gotten like weird because there was just so many people there that uh, like you have like four four cast members and two moderators. It's like we have six people on stage, no matter how. There was supposed organized. to be six cast members. Oh wow! It yeah. was supposed to it was be a lot be eight of us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, it's it's not to say that's never happened before. I mean, it happens all the time. But, like, with the more people you have, like, the more it has the potential to go off the rails if everybody has something to say. But that one was um, – I, I forgot the uh, the guy on the end who did most of the talking. Um, Tasso Stravakis. Yes, yes. Um, he um, – like, he definitely – he was very – I really enjoyed all of his stories and all of – Yeah, uh, especially since he's been in, in the effects industry for – so long mm -hmm. working with the greats like Tom Tom Savini. Oh, right? I know. Yeah, and and like I I'm 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 with Summer in being like very pro practical effects over special mm -hmm. effects, and because Same. like because if no for no other reason but like it just it feels more it feels better when you see that and you're just like wow like they made that happen they didn't yep. just go click 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 and now it just and that's why Terrifier here. is such a gem of a movie mm -hmm. because yeah. it, it's modern and they use so much it's practical. all practical except for maybe some mm -hmm. something to like erase a string or something you know that was right like yeah. very very little um digital and so that's why that's such a gem of a movie and then we had met john and denise kiss who were in there and their son um who they called um spawn of the dead spawn of the dead you know he had a t-shirt spawn of the dead <laughs> It was cute. It was really sweet. He goes no. to like all of them with them. Yes, it was great. And they were great. I was told they were going to be great by my friend Jen. And she did not lie. They yeah, were amazing. So sweet. They were yeah. amazing. And then Paul Mossert as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Finally learned how to say his name. Yes. <laughs> we just went up and asked. <laughs> well, when in doubt, that's always important to do anytime. Because, like, you know, I do it for work all the time. And boy, was I be... wrong. <laughs> yep, exactly. exactly. I always ask if I'm not sure. Yeah, just how do I say your name so that when I get up there, I don't murder oh, it? Oh, totally, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's just, yeah. that's just proper. We were yeah. both really wrong, so I'm really glad <laughs> <laughs> we did. Mm -hmm. Samsonite, anyway. <laughs> yes, we were really, well, yeah. really wrong. So, no, great, great guest lineup for this. We had a lot of fun with our panels. We had a lot of fun talking to them. One person I wished I could have spoken to but didn't have time, and he always had a line, a little line, but a line consistently was Bill Mosley. Yeah, oh, same. Yeah, same. yeah I, I would like there. to chat with him. Yeah, I didn't yeah. get to do that. Yeah, he was there, but maybe next time, because mm -hmm. I never met him before. So that's one that I really wanted to talk to but didn't get to. 
Um, I mean, let's let's take a break from the convention shenanigans and let's talk about some tacos, okay? I'm still oh. traumatized by the tacos, okay? Taco so, trauma. Taco trauma. It's real. So, <laughs> Jamie and I ordered uh, from Jack in the Box on like. Food delivery a, service. A yeah. food delivery service. And honestly, we ordered it from a food delivery, different one. So I can't remember who messed up what, you know, um, several times um, because we were kind of in a food desert. The only thing we had mm. was the diner around the corner. And that was a little bit of a walk. And we didn't maybe have time to go for a walk, sit down, order something and eat. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it was a very I like the hotel the hotel was in like this like block of like mm -hmm. big hotels like like it was like a lot but then outside mm -hmm. of that lot there was a like you look down the main street there's a you see a gas station like a quarter mile away yeah. and then turn the corner and there's the first restaurant that you're going to yep. see so you're walking like 10 minutes to get to the nearest food place that's not in the hotel itself so and totally wasn't So I mean the last time we did Indy Tori and I ate at that diner breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like, we ate there all the time. And we ordered to go and ate that for breakfast the next day, you know? Like, so we ate at that diner all the time. But Tori also has a car. So we would just make that quick two-minute drive over there, you know, instead mm -hmm. of having to walk. Um, which wouldn't be a big deal walking if we weren't on a time constraint is basically my point. So, yeah, we ordered from the food delivery services quite a few times. And at one point, we made an order for some curly fries for Jesse. And we got a couple of hamburgers. And we got, like, six tacos. And um, we got the curly fries. And we got the hamburgers. But we got no tacos. And mm. I was in um, taco like, despair. <laughs> like, the literally, like, the main thing that she ordered was, like, why would you order, like, six tacos, right? Like That was you, yeah. over half of the order yeah, right like, there. Yeah, like, I, I, I ordered um, my my... My diet is very limited, so the things I can eat at Jack in a Box, which is fine, because uh, I'm fine not eating there. But um, but so I made two little choices that I got short short dipping sauce for my jalapeno poppers. But like some orders, six tacos, like six tacos takes up a lot of space in a bag. How do you not have six tacos? Like I'm missing six main items here, but here's the rest of your food. Like how do you do that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure like those six tacos were in their own bag because there were so many of them and um i <laughs> made i made the discovery because i'm pretty sure summary summer you were dropping off jesse's food right yeah. and so i'm like eating my burger and my curly fries and i'm like mm, this is good life is great this order seems perfect <laughs> and then i look in the back and i literally like lift up the other burger because maybe they're underneath right and nope nothing and i just said no tacos in this bag and i looked around the room too just like did she set down another bag maybe she took them with her maybe they ran away yeah maybe they're just underneath something or but i literally like lifted the burger in the bag and i was like yeah they're not there it's it would be like like just to give everyone an idea it's like if you went on um like a like a grocery delivery service and you ordered like 120 like a hundred dollars worth of groceries and then like they came and they gave you one bag like here's your groceries like i'm pretty sure you didn't put all of those groceries in this bag i'm pretty sure a lot of shit's missing it was kind of like that like how can you be this off from like the order and yeah right so now. it was and it was the talk of the rest of the convention and naturally yes. so because it's like 
the one thing I fucking wanted did not even come in the bag. Like right. the main reason why I even opened this app, it didn't even show up. So come on. This is true because I can get a burger anywhere. I wanted the tacos because it's a very specific kind of flavor. Yeah, it um, is. So it was really funny. And then, okay, okay, so yeah, I went on I went on the site and I said, hey, I missed half my order. And they said, great, here's your money back. And I'm like, I don't want my money back. I want my tacos. <laughs> I can't eat and the so money, we, ass. <laughs> we literally gave you money because we don't want it anymore. We want the tacos. So we're exchanging the money for the tacos. How is this, like, such a confusing concept? Correct. We give I you money, money, you give us tacos. You have tacos. This Why won't be, you uh, give us tacos? Like, Simple send, transaction here. Send another dude like it's a mile away like just send yes. another person with the tacos just bring them make make those tacos right fucking now and bring them to this hotel why don't you want our business like we're giving I you will, money i will stock the streets of indianapolis until i find my missing bag of tacos it's gonna be right so, by that uh right by that uh sidewalk advertisement it's gonna be right there <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah oh let's talk you about can get you can get everything in indy <laughs> let's talk about the sidewalk advertisement so last time i was there a year ago right outside the hotel on the sidewalk there's a spray-painted graffiti on the sidewalk that says what jamie um, there's a phone number to call if there you're is. interested in hood dick. Is that what it was? Something along the lines of I suck hood dick. And there's a number to call. And there's a number to call. If you're interested. Yes. And I was like, stay classy, Indy. You yeah. Know? Like, like, really? It's just a, just a, and, and like completely unaltered 10 digit phone number just right there on the sidewalk in spray paint for all the world to see. That and past. I was surprised it was still there. Yeah. Because that was there last year. I thought, it, surely within a year, somebody will have, I don't know, painted over it, gotten rid of it, what? You'd you think know? that, yeah. You would think that yeah. eventually people would be like, hey, this is a little this is a little offensive or a little like inappropriate. Let's go ahead and like scrub this off. I'm like, no, we'll just leave it. It's fine. It's Indiana. Who cares? Right. Yes. And so I'm like, hey, Indiana. Yeah. Welcome. It, just, you know, it's remained lucrative, you know, apparently. Um yeah, so we did not call the number. We were curious, but we did not call the number. <laughs> the important thing it's there. it's there. If you go if you go to Indianapolis, whatever part of town that was at the hotel, just walk a little bit. You'll see it. You'll see it. Like, yeah, head toward the uh head toward the diner and you'll just see it on the sidewalk on the way to the diner. Head toward the Exxon and the Circle K, and there she is. Basically oh. turn left and look down and you'll find yeah. it. <laughs> Oh, yes. Well, Saturday night was also fun because they had Kiss Resurrection, the Ooh. Kiss cover band, which and they were also quite fun. So I enjoyed it. I took some videos. Those are up, too. So, yeah. Yeah, they and were then, fun. Yeah. At one point, I'm like, guys, I'm really tired. I'm going to, you know, get out of here. And you're like, they're, you're all they're so sweet. You're like, we'll go, too. And I'm like, no, stay and have fun. You're having fun. I'm just, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> It was fun. You know, I'm not a huge Kiss fan. Um, like I said, I like that Strutter song. They did play that. So that was cool. Yeah. But they were fun. It's been a long time since I've seen any live music, you know. Yes. So yeah. I, I love, like, live music and dancing. So and I mean, they, were, they were great. I mean, I mean, yeah, the um, the configuration was kind of, kind of interesting because, like, it was a VIP party that we were, like, as staff allowed to be in. And, um, and so we were just hanging out and everything. Um, 
They were kind of hard to hear though because like they're the vocals, the vocals, like the, yeah. the microphones were so low, and and, I, and and like the whole time I'm just thinking I'm like, welcome to my world, man. It's like you're you're <laughs> I can't hear you. I can I can see your mouth move, but I can't hear you. Um, that's 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 our entire podcast summed up. I know. <laughs> Like, right. like from like, the beginning, pre Jamie, from the beginning, that's been our the entire show. always microphone problems somewhere. You, you, the the audience. I only like let in on like through the actual episode about like one tenth of the actual woes that yep. I deal with with microphone problems. Yep, yeah, yeah. So, yep. But yeah, no, but they were they were fun, they were. and it was great. Like Jamie said, it was really great to see some live freaking music again, mm-hmm. man. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love to dance, so it was cool to dance for a little bit. Yeah, Jamie tied her shirt up in a knot in the front like i used to do and it was really cute on her it was warm so i had to i had that sweat on my belly no she looked fantastic too she's super hot not not warm hot but oh shucks thank you jeez (laughs) jesse's like yes she did did. (laughs) oh jeez let's let's talk about a few vendors too because we we had some fun vendors out there oh yeah were Mm mm-hmm I, I there was the puking badger designs. Um, I don't think they were actually vendors, but we met them um, ahead of the greasy strangler, and she mm-hmm. makes these really amazing tumblers. Yeah. Um, so she did like a pink greasy strangler tumbler, and it was awesome. With all the so, quotes on it, all the great yeah. quotables on it. Mm-hmm, like bullshit artist. Um, so yeah, QJ disco cutie. Yep. So if you're looking for a really cool horror kind of themed Tumblr, Puking Badger Designs, they were really, really cool. What was the, I was going to say, what was the name of that, um, what was the name of that Jason Motherhead t-shirt that, um, that you liked, Jamie, at the end of the convention? Um, So he's an interesting one because I talked to him last year in Indy and we were trying to, to talk about it you know and went on to talk about him and it and everything and um he doesn't really i don't remember his the the company's name or his name sorry dude but he doesn't have any sort of online presence he does not do this online he doesn't sell things online so he only goes to the conventions hmm. so that's really the only place you're going to find him anyway but he has a lot of great shirts they're all on black they got some really cool fonts on them with a face of your main character such as jason's mother or in my case, last year I bought Henry Quint from Jaws. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, with one of his favorite quotes on it. I think it was actually his epic line when we did the show. And so I bought Henry that. The shirts are really good quality and they hold up. So next time I see him, I'll have to make a note of it. Yeah, I um, totally forgot to go back to get shirts I wanted yeah. to, but I totally. <laughs> well, by the time we were done with the panels, they were already broken down. Like his, yeah. his booth is already done. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So we did go back. We did go back, and his booth was done. Oh, yeah. yeah. So right. Um, Jamie got the cutest little Ash teddy bear doll thing from Custom Fangs. Oh, they had fun stuff. They're like, yeah, little teddy bears, and then they have this kind of like ceramic, maybe like face mm-hmm. on on the teddy bear face. So instead of a teddy bear, you get mine is Ash from Evil Dead because I nice. love Ash so much. Yes. Oh my god, that's awesome! <laughs> yes, I should have I should have my little ash bear that I adopted on the table with me right now. But um, yeah, they had all kind. They had like jigsaw. They had um, who jigsaw? else did? It? Yep, the jigsaw one was really cute, and the people were really sweet. So yeah, they make really fun stuff. Like they I had was lots just of like Freddy. They had lots of several different Jason masks. They had uh-huh. a turkey pinhead. Um. I think they had a predator. They had um, some of the centibites. 
-hmm. also yep. like they mm -hmm. had the chatterer and the girl yep <clears throat> yeah they were cool they were just quirky and fun i like i love it yeah tonight yeah, i got so me a little ash bear custom fangs guys oh and my favorite thing at their booth was they had this little like baby doll in a oh, crib mm -hmm. and she was all covered in blood and she was beautiful yep i remember oh yeah like, yeah she was so cute yeah i loved her so much um if i had room she'd be home with me now yeah <laughs> we also talked to um toy buzz and fizz and they're located in indiana mm -hmm. um we were drawn to their booth because they had this giant animatronic clown yeah so cool so cool um so yeah they invited us they saw us like eyeing the clown so they said come on over so we took a bunch of pictures and chatted with them for a little bit really nice folks um bob bob taylor's the owner um so yeah if you're in indianapolis that's toy buzz and fizz and it's a big toy store i i think from what he was saying yep okay so much fun Oh my God! What else? I mean, we didn't spend a whole much, a whole lot of time with vendors because we were just so busy, and I, honestly, I don't have money to spend, so I did not want to want things. Yeah, but they were cool. You know, you saw everything from um, artwork, autographs, um, purses. There was the great guy who does the sculptures. Um, Ooh, oh, Patrick Hart! He's my yes. favorite ever, by the way. My most favorite vendor ever in the world. Every time he's at every con I go to, and he is fantastic. Beautiful stuff, amazing stuff. Do you remember the name of the gentleman who made the the head that we took pictures with? Oh, I can't think of his name. We'll have to look it up and put it on our site or you know on on Facebook or something because he did really great work too. Sculptures. We had this head of his. It was kind of like a zombie Alice Cooper kind of. Oh, nice. Um, so it was awesome too. Um, let's see. There was also the gorgeous girls. They're like mm -hmm. a. Yes. Um, they're like horror, horror kind of inspired uh, models. Um, so they had a gal in like covered in blood who was like all like, yeah, like when you came over <laughs> to her table, she was fun. Um, so those girls. She was trying to scare green. us. And we're like, oh, you're so cute. I know we couldn't. We couldn't be scared. Come on. But uh, very cute. Um, so that was fun too. But yeah, lots of really cool vendors. Like if I had, if I had all the money to spend, I probably would have spent it all. Yeah. There. I'm trying to remember who said it, but somebody said uh, somebody sh said it should be called "Dead of the Dead" because I could spend uh, I could spend all my money here. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> nice. Yeah, one hundred percent true. Oh, so we did get to do a couple of photo ops as well. Really, like last minute decisions because we suddenly had time to do these things um due to schedule changes and cancellations on on panels and stuff so we had time to do these things we snuck in for a really quick alice cooper photo op on sunday sunday yep because we no longer had the danielle harris panel because she had a jet out early mm -hmm. so we had that hour free so that was really great and oh it's my favorite photo i think ever <laughs> and then we also got a danielle harris bloody photo Mm -hmm. which was great and then we got tony todd as candy man as candy man hook yucky chest trench coat and all and we're just hanging off of him like oh. 
<laughs> yeah, he looked great. Yeah, he looked great. He was really fun. <laughs> yes. And he signed it for us to the Dolls of Horror. It's great. It's mm -hmm. so cool. Yeah I, yeah, I missed out on the uh, I had to leave early on Sunday. My bus was like like at 11 o'clock. So um, so I missed out on the Alice Cooper photo op because I absolutely would have been a part of that had um, I been there for the whole day. But uh, unfortunately, that's the sacrifice I made. I only had a uh, short um, short stay with the traveling arrangements that I could afford to get there and back. Yep. Right. But it was still I mean, it was still fine. I'm not complaining overall. Like it was a it was a great experience. But yeah, would have been cool if I stayed if I got to stay a little bit longer. But at the end of the day. But like, yeah, no, I mean, overall, it was a uh, it was a it was a uh, fun experience or whatever. And um, like, I mean, it's the first one that I did that was of the Days of the Dead. But um, at the end of the mm -hmm. day, like, you know, there'll be more. And um, I'm so excited for you to do so many more because it's going to be so much fun oh, now yeah. that you know how like intimate it is and how small it is. And and it's just the best. And you'll know exactly why I'm so addicted. <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. But um, yeah, but so like, there's another convention uh, coming up, you know, this weekend, the uh, last weekend of uh, July. And um, that's not Days of the Dead. I'm not going to attend it. I'm just like a little tight with money. But um, I'm at least going to like be in the vicinity while uh, Summer mm -hmm. attends and at least get yeah. a bit of a residual contact high from the uh, convention. <laughs> but I will be going back to the one. Uh, the Days of the Dead in Chicago in November. I'll definitely yes. be to that one. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. So that's the that's the next one I know for a fact that I'm going to. I don't think I'll be able to get to any in the meantime. It's just like, you know, traveling and stuff. It's right. just I just can't afford it. But I absolutely will go to the one in um, November because that's easy to get to. So I don't have to worry about transportation or lodging or anything because it's, right. it's commuting from home. So. Right. And it's going to be so much fun. I'm so yeah. excited for Chicago in November, the week before Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. It's going to be great. I mean, it's so far away and their guest list is already like stellar. Oh, yeah. It's a great guest list. Oh, my God. Right. That one's going to be awesome. 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 Yeah. I went to I went to reserve my room for that one uh, yesterday and they're already almost sold out of rooms. Wow. Wow. So. If anyone out there is trying to get a room, do it now. That's for the November one? November. Wow. And so you can always cancel it. They don't ask for payment up front, just a credit card to hold it. So you can always cancel it without any fees or anything if you don't decide not mm -hmm. to go. But good God, you got to get in, get those rooms quick because yeah. they're already almost gone and it's months away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It's, it's still hot outside. It's not even fall. <laughs> right. And, yeah, yeah, we're talking like we're talking the beginning of the holiday season and it's 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 late July as we speak. So it's just funny how that far in advance, like, yeah, the mm -hmm. hotels are almost always are uh, almost already sold out. So, yeah. And I always try to plan ahead on this sort of thing just because of that. I remember when Tori and I were trying to go to Texas Frightmare, those hotels sold out within a couple of hours. Mm -hmm. And yeah. maybe within an hour, I think someone said and. The pass is sold out within minutes. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, the tickets sold within minutes, and the and the hotel sold out within an hour or two. I can't remember, but it was really quick. So I missed out on the hotel. We were going to have to stay in the overflow because it was that fast. Yeah. Like, holy shit. But it worked out because then COVID happened, and we didn't have to go, and then 
you know, it was a very expensive hotel anyway. So I was just like, I'm good with Days of the Dead. And the closer it got, the more anxiety I was getting because the convention was so gigantic. And I had no idea the scale of this, this convention. And I was like, you know, I don't really want to go. Before COVID even happened, I was like, I don't even think I actually want to go now. I really don't. <laughs> and so we didn't. So it worked out for the best. So I got to do more Days of the Dead stuff now, which is great. And now and now we're in partnership. So it's all good, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah totally. Yeah. But I basically, I have decided that I don't really care to do the gigantic conventions. Even though I've never been to one, I don't think I would enjoy it. Yeah. The size of this one was really great. Perfect. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a it's a different. It's definitely a different feel. Um, I mean, it's not to say like you don't have to necessarily compare them. It's kind of an apples and oranges comparison mm -hmm. because it is a different feel. It's the yeah. same. It's the same like you know theme. You know, it's the same setup. Yeah. But um, but you just yeah, just it's just on a grander scale. It's a little bit more sterile in the like you don't really get to like mingle with the celebrities. It's more like you get that you you pay for the opportunity to spend like a couple minutes with them and like that's kind of it. So if that's <laughs> like your bag, if you're like, look, I just want to like get a sample of the convention without it being all like because it it gets a little crowded, um, which is fine. But if you don't, but if you'd rather just kind of like be a free spirit floating around, the bigger ones aren't bad they're just different they're a, they're mm -hmm. definitely a different feel but i would definitely say there is more appeal to the in, more intimate ones when you can just be in a public setting and be like oh that's one of the celebrities that i would try to get an yes. autograph from so yes yeah so yeah it's pretty magical to be in the same room as some of the people you grew up watching like butch patrick totally mm -hmm. right it's like yeah what? very cool what? Ah, so good. I'm so excited for the next one. Yes. Which is flashback weekend this week. Again, I'm not so excited because I don't have any money to spend, but it's still going to be great. I, I just plan on attending most of the panels and taking nice. videos of those fun panels, you know, and that's about it. I, I, I'm going to do the Shawnee Smith photo and uh, that's all. <laughs> yeah, so cool. But... Jesse's going to come up for Thursday night and hang out with Tori and myself and Henry. And I haven't Thanks. had a chance to meet Tori, so I'm going to finally have met everybody who had a hand in the Dolls of Horror production. Except, except for Clark. Except for Clark. Yeah. And uh -huh. we got to get him. We got to get him to a con. I know. I know. Clark, if you're listening to this, I know you're listening to this. You got to come to a con. You got to come to Chicago in November because I'm going to be there. Yeah. If you're not there in November after I did this, we're going to have a we're going to have Awards. another discussion. We're going to have we're going to have a follow up talk. So real talk, Clark, come to November. I will totally be there. We're to we'll totally light it up. So that's that's <laughs> my that's my offer to you to get to Chicago. I mean, you can't pass that up. You got plenty of opportunity. But yeah, no, seriously, Clark, um, I, I hope you can make it. Uh, I love your work. And um, the few times that I had the uh, privilege of talking to you on the podcast, you've been very cool and uh yeah i think it's uh i think it's i think it's almost a crime that we have not like been in the same room yet so i think we need to yeah. resolve that so yes. yeah get get to chicago in november the rest of you too but clark especially get mm -hmm. to chicago in november absolutely yeah totally and jamie's doing her darndest to try to get there yep yep <laughs> she's gonna do her best oh i hope so i hope so 
Same. I'm trying, I'm trying to bully Billy into coming too. Oh <laughs> my God, yeah, Billy! Yeah, Billy! You know, I swear to God, please come out in November. That I, would be awesome. I didn't yeah. even know. I didn't even know that that was even remotely possible, or else I would have spent this entire episode just getting Billy to come. On, it's uh, probably very remote. I'm not sure how realistic it is, but he he. I've been I've been pushing him. <laughs> Billy, you and I have been through a lot through these episodes that you have been a guest on. We've 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 gone through we've we've exchanged some stories. We've we've gone through some journeys. We have some tales. We have some battle scars. We we need to be in the same room together. My God, like seriously, like all you people who like remotely know me and I've like said nice things about, please come out so I can meet you because you guys have been like so great as guests. But Billy has been Billy is our is our is currently our most frequent guest of yep. of all the guests we have and. And he is an absolute delight every time he's on. I always get excited whenever Summer says we have we're recording with Billy. Um, it's been way too long since he's recorded another episode. Yep. And I know you're listening to this, Billy, because you listen to all of our stuff. You better get to Chicago in November. Cancel all your plans. Go go down a different career path if you have to. If that means like getting to Chicago in November, you need to be in Chicago in November for this convention. I'm, sure, that's, gonna the, that's just going to be the yeah. rest of the episode is me just get, just endorsing everybody to come out and just making vague like like non-existent threats to them if they don't. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, I mean it's so far away, but you don't even like. We don't even have hardly any guest lists on it or guests on the guest list. But what we do have, every single one is is like killers. Like, what the fuck? Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. So, I mean, I think Danny Glover's on that list, man. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right? Um, Kathleen Turner's if, on that list. If, if Danny Glover is on that list, I have to get a photo op and I have to have him sign it that says we're both too old for this shit. That's that's going to be my goal. That's going to be my goal for this convention is I need that I need I need exactly what I just said to happen because that would be amazing. <laughs> Yeah. That is my oh. that is one of my favorite lines in all of movies, in all of cinema. It's one of my favorite lines. And I would absolutely love it if I could get a picture of Danny Glover with we're both too old for this shit. That would, that would just be, be great. great. So It'd be anyway. so awesome. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be great. And then after Jesse left and we completed our panel with Sky Elabar, we went back up to the room to chill and clean up a bit. Um and then we went and we had a drink again with Peter. So Peter came back to come visit us. And so we had a we we sat with him for about an hour longer and had some more drinks and talks and talked about some improv stuff. And then uh, then we went back up to our rooms and we uh, we had a a photo shoot. Uh, Jamie yeah. and myself. We we put my phone phone up on the rig that Henry bought me and we took hundred or more photos of us just goofing off and ah. we sang we sang songs from chicago the musical yes we did wow. and danced a little bit and I, I tried to remember the choreography and i think i remembered about a third of it but it's strange how it all comes yeah, back it looked after a good. While. yeah i'm like okay this step goes here not sure what happens next and then this step goes here <laughs> but yeah so that was our experience at days of the dead indianapolis 2021 does anyone else have anything they want to add that I forgot? Yeah. I mean, um, this was like, you know, this was my first time meeting you guys, which was really great. It was magical. first time doing it was yeah, magical. 
First totally time doing was. the panels for the Dolls of Horror, which felt good too. So, you know, if you guys like seeing those panels, if you guys like seeing the photos, the mm-hmm. videos, mm-hmm. Um, go ahead and give us a like or a follow on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. That just help, that just helps us out too. Um, and we just want to keep that great stuff coming your way. So yep. every panel we go to, we just want to give you more panels and um, great videos and photos so you can feel like you were there too if you couldn't be there. Yeah, we took a video of Jamie walking the halls on Saturday morning when it was really busy and people mm-hmm. were in line and it was great and it was just so cute. Jamie was like a little newscaster. It was adorable. It was super adorable. <laughs> Thank you. People were all looking like, what is this? <laughs> You're like, who, who is this celebrity? <laughs> the only thing that was missing is a microphone mm-hmm. in your face. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> I was just, I was going to say this like. just in. <laughs> what? Yes. My, um... Tonight at five, is your horror movie killing you? <laughs> that's the title of this episode <laughs> is your horror movie killing you news at 11 uh, <laughs> but um i um yeah my only real regret of the um of the convention was that i didn't get a chance to meet peter because he was yeah. at like the bookends of your time there and it was, he, yeah, he was he was the bookends he wasn't there for the con yeah it was outside of con hours he was there before i got there and then they you guys yeah. hung out with him after i left um yep. but um we're uh we're gonna be doing some uh, work with him in uh, a little over a month well whenever this comes out but uh in Hopefully. early in early september so that's yep. uh that's something i'm really much looking forward to so we'll see Same. we'll see what becomes of that but yeah no since he wasn't there for the actual convention he you know it was just the before and the after that's how that worked out but no it was great Hanging out with Peter is probably my best convention memory that wasn't convention related. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Oh, but it was such a good time. And I can't wait for the next one with you guys. I can't wait for Atlanta. I can't wait for Chicago. And I'm really excited for Flashback this weekend. So excited. Fuck yeah. It's going to yeah. be awesome. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. Well, that has been Con Talk <laughs> with. Summer Jamie and Jesse. <laughs> Stay tuned for our next con talk. And of course, we're going to have all the little mini con talks in the episodes, letting you know who's coming where and doing what. So, stay tuned for that. But as far as we haven't done a convention talk like this, Jesse, since since the beginning. Yeah. You did. Yeah. You did two Days of the Dead talks in but the, the past. A second one was never released. We never did it. Oh, we never released that one. That's right. It just. I let it go because reasons. Yeah, you know? it just it just faded into either. So just know that there is a lost archived episode. There is a lost archived episode of 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 a, of a Days of the Dead con talk. But outside of that one, yeah, there was like one of the first episodes that you did. And it was um, the first intro you did for us. It was the first intro I made for you, which which made Summer um, want to work with me. So um, <laughs> I already did. <laughs> that's that's well. I mean, it was I I was just I was glad to like put my editing boots back on when I made that, um, even though it took me like by today's standards because I've been doing this for over a year and a half. I could probably have done that in like probably like half an hour but um i was so rusty that literally took me all day to make that one so that was just fun to uh, get back into it but yeah like just just referencing that that was 
like a year and a half ago, we did one more that we didn't release. This is the only time that we've really had yep. an active con talk, but now we're opening back up and going to cons. So like it's it's only it's only gonna get more con talky from this point on. We're gonna have more stories to tell you. Uh, whether you know whatever combination of the three of us has attended whichever convention, but um, but yeah, it's it's I like adding these uh, to our to our show because um, it makes it, it it gives it it gives it like it makes it real, you know, it, it makes it more like oh yeah, that person that we talk about all the time, they were there, we saw them. Like I mm-hmm. I, I love how that like just when the reality like blends into the you know the fiction that we talk about all the time so that's um yeah that's definitely that's fun for me like i i like that a lot so hopefully we'll be doing much more of these in the future yeah yeah i sure hope so for sure well with that guys let's wrap her up i'm summer and i'm jamie and i'm jesse and you've been listening to the dolls of horror special con talk episode we will talk to you later bye, bye. This has been a presentation of the Dells of Horror. New episodes are uploaded every week. If you'd like to reach out and say hello to the Dells, send them an email at thedellsofhorror at yahoo.com. You can also follow them on Facebook and Instagram, both at the Dells of Horror, or on Twitter at Dells of Horror for bonus content. And if you really like the podcast and want to support them financially so that they can keep making episodes, consider sending them a donation. Follow the link in the description or go to patreon.com slash the dolls of horror for more information. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Oh, Summer. Uh, oh, that's why she's frozen. I thought she was just really paying attention. <laughs> I did too. I did too. So for, oh my God. So for, okay. for, we're, we'll, we're probably going to cut this off, but if I don't. Um, so for those of you listening, Summer had a look. I don't know. I'm going I'm to bring it up when she, I'm going to bring it up when she comes yeah. back. But she had this look on her face. She's just. I know. I thought I'm like, she was wow, like, wow, she is laser focused. So yeah, me too. I thought she was like super concentrated on what we were saying. Where I'm like, girl, you were, you were a part of this journey via text messages it's not a surprise <laughs> my internet did not like your greyhound talk <laughs> she said <laughs>